Hello, welcome to another episode of a Sideways Live podcast. I'm Leanne. I'm Al. And we're still here. We are. Chatting away. Yeah. Lucky you. Lucky you. <laughs> so um, if you are bored of our voice, then don't worry, we've got another interview coming up next week um, with a very interesting lady who was the very first person to get the digital nomad visa in Croatia. Mm. And she's also really cool. Although we've only ever spoken to her on Facebook. We've never actually met her on face-to-face. I'm sure she'll be lovely. And if, she's and not, if that then... episode happened to not come out, then something must have gone horribly wrong with the technical side of things. Yeah, or we fell out. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about the best place we've been in winter, and then we've got a bonus for you, because we're going to talk about the best Christmas markets in Europe. Now, bear yes. in mind, we are talking about Europe still. So if you're looking to disappear off the other side of the world, well, you've got the wrong podcast episode, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you probably have, but um, do some Googling. We've or go back to some of our previous ones. We talked about Thailand. Go back to some of our previous episodes. Yeah, Thailand's a great place to go in winter. Yeah, Indonesia. Yes, Indonesia. Indonesia. You sound very posh when you say that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, if, you, if, that's, if that's your bag, look back, look at another podcast. Because here today, we are talking about the best places to go in Europe for winter. We're talking cold, we're talking chilly, we're talking you're going to need at least two coats and a pair of wellies with three pairs of socks. <laughs> That's what we're talking about this week. Yep. So you'll be drinking lots of hot wine. You'll be drinking lots of hot chocolate and coffees and stuff and having having a little bit of uh, sausage. <laughs> Ooh, uh, misses. Some, uh, some sausage <laughs> from sausage vendors around Europe. Anyway, on to... Should we just get straight into it? Let's just dive straight mm. in, Al. Okay. So we're going to do this in turn, I think. So where is the first best place? In fact, well, let's not do it in any order. You just tell me one place you've been in winter that you liked. One place that I've been in winter that I liked, Al, was <laughs> <laughs> was a place in Poland called Rotslav. Um, if you're looking at it, it looked like raw claw. It said Rotslav. Much confusion when we got there. We were like, where's Rotslav? Um, but yes, Rotslav in Poland. It is in the like middle west. Um, I thought it was south. But... South? It's in Poland. I it's think that's in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, it is. And it is. Um, we were there for November, December. It was chilly. It was chilly, chilly, chilly. We're talking like we hit minus 10, minus 13 a couple of times. Overnight was usually at least minus six. In the day, you might be lucky if you got up to two. Mm-hmm. Um, it was chilly. But again, it was quite dry. Mm-hmm. It was very snowy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was felt very Christmassy and lovely. Anyone who's been to anywhere in Poland before will know that the old towns are just gorgeous. I mean, you have a movie with your cobbled streets and your, your tall, narrow buildings all in different colours. Um, yeah, Rotslav is lovely. It's quite a small city. It's very compact. Um, but there are some lovely places to walk around, some great places to eat and drink. Um, we stayed a little bit outside of the city, maybe about 15 minutes in. Great thing about Poland, everything's really cheap. So taxis in, you're not talking much, maybe probably less than five euros. And we were probably mm-hmm. a good 10 kilometers out of the city, um, which in itself was lovely. If we had a dog, it was quite country. It's just, it's just lovely, isn't it? 
It is, and there's, there's so many great things about Rostov. Um, they do have a Christmas market. It doesn't make our list, spoiler. Um, it is a fantastic place, but um, uh, they, it is, it's, it, the Christmas market is exactly what you'd imagine it to be, full of people selling hot drinks, and there's fairground rides, and then there's something um, called, I'm, I'm going to butcher this. If you, if you are listening to this and you are anyway, you can speak Polish in any way, then I apologize for what I'm about to say. Um, pierogi? Pierogi? The dumplings? Yes. <laughs> you don't know, do you? No. But <clears throat> there's a Polish dumpling, which is just beautiful and just like lots of uh, suet and meat and stuff. And there's vegetables, I'm sure, as well. Yes. Um, lots of great food. So, you know, it's, it's what you'd imagine you need during the winter months, a very sort of hearty mm. food. Um, mm. And they also they also do that amazing thing. We've got this thing for, it's a Hungarian dish, and it's basically like almost like pizza dough. But mm -hmm. deep fried. Do you remember yeah. what it's called? Oh, oh, oh! And what's what it called? They, so they, they langosh, langish, lang lang langosh, langosh. I think it's langosh. So they deep fry this sort of dough, and then they bring it out and put loads of cream on it, and loads of garlic on it, and onion, mm. and oh my god, I'm, I'm literally dribbling. <laughs> thinking about that so lots of hearty food brilliant little compact center um and it, and also it's just cool because there are obviously poland's very famous for its beers yes um it's pilsner style beers i'm not yes. sure they're allowed to call it pilsner because that was from originally from the czech republic i think but anyway mm. um so they got this they're very so also go into some of the bars <clears throat> excuse me go into some of the bars and uh, and get yourself a, a big picture of beer yeah. and sit there and oh it's just great yes next to the fire put your put your coat on the hooks that are in the wall um it's just lovely and of course if you're there kind of christmas time which i think starts usually like mid-november time all the lights are going to be on the trees are going to be up um and the extra cool thing about poland if you're wanting a christmas post christmas break in january because it's all dull and boring and all your lights and decoration gone down and you're feeling a bit blue christmas in poland lasts until february it does yes it does so you've got still got your christmas lights and all your trees up in january as well which just makes the magic last a little bit longer more on that in a second when we talk about christmas markets so where is the second place where's your choice for the place well that was my choice what's your it? choice oh <laughs> Clearly not paying attention. So <laughs> I am going to go with something the almost the polar opposite, which is Malaga in southern Spain in beautiful Andalusia. Although you can't say Andalusia because you sound as an English person. You sound stupid. You sound so, like a bit of a twat, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One does, not you well, personally, Dad. I think both. One really. does. Venn diagram can, yeah, <laughs> it's both. It's both me, yeah. Anyway, Malaga, great place to go in November and December because generally you've got highs about 23, 24, lows of maybe 16, a little bit less if you go into the east of Malaga, some of the places that we used to love to go to. Um, what I really like about Malaga is that in the winter, um, they then they slightly change things because you get more of a hard rather than just a simple tapas and sort of sherry which you'd get in the summer. You do, do they do bring out all these big red wines, beefy riojas mm, and stews, beefy stews. And yeah, although if you don't like tripe, then avoid something called chaos. C a y y o. Say c a l l o s. It's been a while since you were in Spain, hasn't it? <laughs> it has a little bit, <laughs> and that is a tripe stew, which mm, mm, wasn't for us. But Malaga is probably an, mo, one of the most obvious on our list. But if you're looking for summer sun and you don't want snow, 
then Malaga is probably one of the best choices I think you can make in mainland yeah, Europe. Yeah, and usually really cheap flights. We've done it a couple of times in, in January, just gone for like a Friday to a Monday and probably got flights with both of us for less than about £80. So really uh, affordable as well. And just as a quick one with Malaga, if you're thinking Malaga is Marbella and that's how you get to Marbella, well, you're totally missing Malaga. Malaga is just, it's like Manchester of Spain. It's just so cool. And It's like the Barcelona of the South. Brilliant way to put it. Although Barcelona might be a bit annoyed by that. Well, Barcelona can sit down. <laughs> sit the <laughs> hell down, Barcelona. This is our podcast. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so that's my choice. What, where are we going next? My next one, I'm going to stick with Poland because I think Poland is a great destination for a winter break. Um, so a different city. This one is on in the north on the coast and it's called Gdansk. G-D-A-N-S-K. Um, it's cool. We were there in January, February, which, let's be honest, are just the darkest months that any of us experience <laughs> in Europe anyway. Um, yeah, so we, we went there for about... We went originally there for four weeks and ended up staying another two. We liked it that mm. much. Again, it's chilly. Wasn't quite as snowy as Rotslau because that's a bit more inland. You're on the coast there. Um, such a pretty, pretty city. Again, you've got all the lovely different coloured buildings, all very tall, the cobbled streets. It's a lot more um, spread out than Rotslav. It's quite long, isn't it? Um, but really, really nice place in terms of architecture. They've got a river there as well, which is really pretty and flows to the sea. You can go to the beach. That's not too far away. Um, the walking tour we did there was really, really good, but it lasted a really long Mm. and it's cold it's so cold again maybe that's called rot slab but you're probably in the minuses comfortably in the evening and pushing to get above four degrees four degrees during the day so walking around outside for three to four hours gets pretty cold so i would recommend that you get some kind of liquor in your pocket just to, to warm your cockles once it starts to get to what hour did you three. just say liquor where sorry in your pocket all right carry on yeah, little, little, little summit, summit, just like... They do, actually, in all the little supermarkets. Um, you can go yeah, in and buy these little... Because uh, it's cold. Yeah, 20%, 40%. Just just takes the edge little off. Little schnapps. Yeah, little schnapps. Little too. schnapps. One of my other favourite things about Gdansk, do you remember the bar that sold one thing yes. only? Yes. It's, it was like a cherry currant wine. It tasted like a Bakewell tart in a glass. Really hot. You could have it hot or cold. We had it hot, obviously, because it's freaking cold. Um... But that's all they do. That's all they do. It's the only thing that they sell. Mm -hmm. And it's so popular. And you can you can either sit in the bar, which is all warm and cozy, or you can sit at the, the high or stand at the high tables outside with your little cup and, and warm up and it's just it's just lovely. I love anywhere where you can stand outside with a hot drink with your big woolly hat on and your cheeks are all tingly and the Christmas lights are going and the trees are still up. Um, it's just fabulous. It is. So Gdansk is definitely a solid choice in the north of Poland. And also there is a small, like in a granary, an old granary, they've converted it into a little mini sort of, I don't know how to explain it, it's like a mini indoor market with lots of different yeah. bars in there and stuff. Yeah, in terms of food, Gdansk is really good. Yeah. Really good. It's got nice restaurants, but yeah, that's like a food hall. It's like a very modern food hall. Um, you'll know the ones. You would have seen them before. Uh, lots of different food and, and drink outlets, um, communal tables in the middle, um, really good quality, good quality food. And even if you don't like burgers, go along to the burger stand and watch them create it because they, they give you one burger that's so messy, they give you blood, messy, messy, they give <laughs> you gloves, plastic gloves to, to eat it with. Yeah. 
very, very good. Yeah. Although we didn't have one of those, I don't think. We didn't, but we, we enjoyed watching people <laughs> eat did. them because it was quite messy. Um, but yeah, just a really nice town. Lots to do. If you've got a car, great. Have a little travel around up the coast. Um, yeah, cool. And feels very cosmopolitan, very big, very bustly, very modern in comparison to somewhere like Wroclaw. Yeah. It's, um, it'll feel a lot more familiar if you've never been to eastern europe before if you're a little bit nervous then gdansk is probably a good little introduction city for you great great summary so is it you or me next it's you next so i'm gonna go with bavaria which is in i think the east of germany um maybe no, it's the west is it the west oh i'll edit this out don't worry so it's in the east of germany it's in the west of Germany, and I'll just edit whichever one of those is right. While Leanne quickly <laughs> Googles that, Bavaria is um, is what you'd imagine. It's like the southeast. Southeast. So it's where you'd imagine. It's what you imagine. Like it's snowy. Um, there are deer wandering around. Where we stayed, we stayed in a village that was a um, that was a ski resort, and so you could literally mm. walk around the top of the ski resort where the snow was up to your thigh. It was just. Fabulous. Now, to be fair, we only stayed for a few nights, so we didn't really venture out. In fact, nothing was open. We went there. I think they'd all closed for some reason. Um, but um, I think it's the snow. The snow was really bad when we were there. Was bad. We saw a bus slide down a hill. Yeah, yeah. We had to like our, we couldn't see yeah. our car the next day. Like not even the wing mirrors. Like it yeah. was just a ball of snow. <laughs> it was amazing. It but was. it's very like. Um, Sorry, no, this is your bit. But it was very like, um, like out of like fairy tales, isn't it? With like the tall pine trees and all the snow and the castles and the huts and. Sorry, Karen. It was brilliant. And uh, fun fact, we lost our dog there. We, he came back, but um, he chased a deer for about an hour and a half around the Bavarian forest. And we were due to leave that after, that morning about 11 o'clock and it was 10 o'clock and I ring Leanne going, shit, I've lost the dog. We're going to have to go and buy another dog because we, this one's not coming <laughs> We'll never back. find him. No, but uh, we did. He came he back and, and he slept for about four days after that. Yeah. Okay, so that's Bavaria in southeast Germany, I've just learnt. So what's next on your list, Leah? My next one, I'm going to go for Riga in Latvia. Now, this was actually like pre-sideways life life mm-hmm. like this was when we were we were just living in the uk and we took a long weekend to riga in latvia um it was around november december um, twice. we did i think we might we did one maybe november and then one a bit later um but i have such a clear memory there of sitting in the square again very chilly you're talking about the baltics and that's where the phrase indeed comes from it's baltic <laughs> out there um so it is cold it's probably not as cold as Poland, maybe? No, it actually is, isn't it? Yeah. It's pretty cold. Probably same, deep into the minuses at night, pushing for two, three degrees during the day. Um, again, very, very snowy. Um, but yes, we were sat in, it must have been when we went in November, we were sat in the square. It's the first time that someone had introduced me to hot chocolate with rum in it. <laughs> if you've never tried it, go now. Just go, just press pause, we'll still be here when you come back. <laughs> go make a hot chocolate and put a little bit of rum in it, dark rum if you have it. Oh my God, it's so good. So I sat there, sifting my hot chocolate and rum and watching someone with a cherry picker put up the main Christmas tree in the in the big square. And it just felt so lovely and magical. And the best bit about it is the snow is that bad, again, that our flight got cancelled, so we got an extra two days. We did. Yeah. We drank and we went, we went to a bar and drank as much Baileys as... 
as they Rank had. Drink, yeah. I think we said, give us a Baileys, give us some Baileys. And they were like, okay, yeah. And we're like, no, no, give us all the Baileys you have. <laughs> and we, we drank. We'd done everything by that point. Yeah. Um, but no, again, it's just a great city. Um, in terms of city centre, there's lots to see. There's bus tours. Um, there's all sorts of activities. We've not done it, but we have friends that have been since who have done like huskies on a mm. sleigh and going all that. Um, again, the bars and restaurants, it's very hearty. They're big open fires. Um, it's just, it's just cool it's where you want to be in winter you feel like you're in like a like in a movie where everyone's just got all the big coats on it's snowing outside and you're sheltering by the fire and it's just lovely it is there's also something called peas and bacon which isn't peas and bacon but it is but it's like black peas with bacon in essentially oil i'm guessing and they bring you little dishes of these so that you can you, and you eat them and they heat you up from the inside and yeah. they're just perfect with a with a big beer so um, but we, but you know, we don't cater to anyone, any listeners who don't drink. It just occurred to me. Um, I think as long as they eat, everyone eats, don't they? So if you're vegan and don't drink, then maybe unsubscribe from us. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, caught me with a little mouthful of gin there. I mean, uh, water. So we're going to go, and this is in no order. We're just picking this. But the last one that's on our list is... Is it your turn or mine, Leon? I've forgotten. It's your turn, huh? It's Budapest. Budapest in Hungary. Um, we, If you remember back about five episodes ago, we had the lovely Fanny and Andrew, who uh, Fanny's from um, Hungary, and she reckons that about 90% of the people from Hungary live in Budapest. Um, and you can see why, because it's an incredible city. Apart from all the amazing architecture there, the huge palace that looks like it's, looks like it's a model on a hill. Mm-hmm. But also Budapest is great because it's got Christmas markets, although, again, I'm sorry, Budapest, they didn't make our final list in a minute. Um, but you can walk through these Christmas markets. They've got an entire bar made of ice. Have I got mm-hmm. that right? Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you walk in and the entire bar is made of ice. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yes, it is cool. One of the best bus tours we've done. Oh, yes. In terms, because of all the main architecture, it tends to be on the river. Do so you know how sometimes you do the bus tours, you have to, like, crane your neck to try and see the corner of the building? This is just like a front front seat to, to all the beautiful places in, in Budapest. Um, I'm sure you all know, but if you don't, Budapest is actually two cities. It's Buda and Pest that are separated by the river. Um, and it's massive. It's big. Like, it's hard to do this place on foot. Um, so the bus tour is a really good way to just kind of get around and use it as a bit of a transport system, really, and hop on, hop off, all that. You know, you know. Um, yeah, I really like Budapest. I like to spend a bit more time there. I think we were there for quite a while and we ended up doing an escape room one afternoon. Because we something, did. Something being cancelled and we ended up doing an escape room and that was cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. There's just so many different bits of the city. It's such a big city. Again, it's like when we were talking about Belgrade in our previous episode, if you've not listened to that, you're ahead. We talked about autumn <laughs> back then, so go back. Um, but there we talked about Belgrade and that's the thing with big cities. You can have so many different experiences. You can find very local bars that or restaurants or shops or places where no one will speak English and and you'll get sort of really local experiences and then at the same time you've got all the cosmopolitan things you'd expect from a capital city in Europe um yeah it's great and also weirdly one of the only European cities where we got offered drugs twice I think yes we did literally walking down the street and someone says uh fancy a bit of cocaine and the owner's like no thanks you went just some heroin we're like well that escalated quickly Mm -hmm. didn't it Mm mm-hmm yeah, anyway, but, <laughs> oh, and um, also we've got to talk, we've got to talk about Hungarian wine. Now, if, you, if you're a regular listener, you know that we're a big fan of wine. There is a place, and I'll put it in the show notes because I should have researched this before I mentioned it. There's a place downstairs that does a wine tasting, 
that we sat down in, in this room, not a massive room, in a wine cellar, and they bring out all these different wines. You get to taste them all from around Hungary, and oh my God, they're amazing. White wines mainly, and it's amazing. So I will put a link to that in the show notes because that is, yeah. Yes, that. yeah, that was a particularly good one. There is also what's really cool to do is we only did it for one night of the maybe three or four we were there, but you can stay on a, a like a hotel boat, um, which is kind of cool. But also like it's and it is quite it's quite a big boat, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it? Doesn't feel like you're in like cabins or anything. It just feels like a hotel room that just happens to be on the water. Um, but it's right opposite the Parliament buildings which it just reflects into the water and it's so close to the river and the way it's positioned, it just looks like it's floating. Mm. And it's the most incredible thing. And then you're on this boat, you've got a direct view, the best view of the Parliament buildings. It's, yeah, we'll, put, we'll link that in as well because yes. that's cool. Yeah, Anne bought me that for my birthday, I think. No, you didn't. I don't, know, I don't think so. I went to it. Maybe you bought it me for my birthday. Maybe that was it. Maybe I used your card to pay for it. I don't know. <laughs> So let's just quickly, before we go on to the Christmas markets, let's just quickly go in our countdown. How many have we got here for uh, best places? We've got six again. So number six, Leah, do you want to start? I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need a minute. I'll start with number six then. So I'm going to start controversially, even though we love you, Malaga. I'm going to start with Malaga because I know, Leanne, you should see, if this was a visual medium, you'd be able to see the shithouse look Leanne just gave me. I am shocked. (laughs) Shook. I love Malaga, but if the rest of them are all just about being cold and drinking hot chocolate with rum, and you don't want to do that in Malaga. So I'm sorry, Malaga, you're a wonderful place to be. Um, and if you do want the sun, then go to Malaga. But if you want a proper European, Northern European cold adventure, then Malaga's my number six, unfortunately. Okay, controversial. But what that does mean, as the only warm place on the list, it is our top winter pick for winter sun. Oh, nice. Yeah. You should you should work for the politics or something. That's a spin right? on that. I know, right? Well done, Malaga. <laughs> <laughs> In at number five. For me, it's Budapest. And I'll tell you for why. <laughs> I really like Budapest, but I don't think it's a city that that is made any better by winter. Yes, there's a cool Christmas market. Yes, there's a there's an extra bit of buzz about it, but Budapest is just a great city to go to any time of year, um, which is why Budapest is my number five. My number four is Bavaria, just because it's, I'm just like saying go to the Lake District. It's, it's a difficult, I'm not giving you a specific place to go. Cool place to go, but I'll be honest, I think that you, well, you'll hear about some um, some Christmas markets in a minute. And I think if you are going to go to Germany, I've got a couple of places that I recommend over Bavaria as the county. Is that number three now? I think you're on four. No, How many three. Have you done? Just say three. In at number three. In <laughs> <laughs> um, at number three, my number three is. Um, what's my number three? Mm, I think my number three is Riga. Mainly because we haven't been there for a little while. So we can't really talk about recent times, although we have had friends go and it sounded even better than when we went. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's snowy. It's cold. Um, a three is a respectable position, I believe. I think it is. Yeah. Okay, so in at number two then, I'm going to go for Rotslav or no. Roklaw. Was that your number one? No. I'm just surprised it's your number two. Not your number one. Because I want to leave the one that I want and you you wanted to be number one. Okay, so okay. So we'll edit that bit out. In two. <laughs> now that's that was that was bullseye you just oh. did there. 
<laughs> Sorry to anyone who's not from the UK because that's a really <laughs> weird reference to an 80s quiz show. So in at number two is Rotslav, uh, a freaking amazing place. You, I believe you've got to go to Rotslav. Um, and it, yeah, for all the reasons that we've given you about an hour and 43 minutes ago. Okay, so... Well, number one, then, and it is, it is honestly my number one, is Gdansk, um, which Poland has just was run away with their top two positions here. Poland is clearly our number one winter destination. Um, Gdansk, why Gdansk? I think it's just got a little bit more going on if you're there for a little bit longer. Um, there's a little bit more to do in terms of tours, in terms of surrounding areas. The city itself is a bit bigger. Um, and I think as well, we were in Gdansk at a pretty shitty time of year. We were there like January and February. A pretty shitty time in terms of our work. We were going, we were going through some things. Mm -hmm. um, and still absolutely loved it. It was a thing that just lifted me up. Uh, being in that city um, so in terms of a winter break and Christmas lasts until February and the food is great the people are cool the people are really cool yeah Gdansk is my number one winter break lovely okay so you thought it was all over and it's not yet because we've got a little bonus part for you this is a bit weird this segue I'm I'm, I'm I'm not quite sure where I'm going with this. What I'm trying to say is really that we're going to now talk about our favourite Christmas markets. And we have, if I remember, how many Christmas markets we've got? I think we've got four to talk to you about. We do. We actually have like seven, but we've grouped three together. Yes. Just to give you a bit of background on this, maybe was it two years ago, three years ago, and we had to drive back, it might have been when we were in Rotslav, we had to drive back to the UK. Our dog's just got involved in the, uh, in the yeah, podcast. It's lovely to see you, but... And, he's, and his you. tail has just curled around one of the microphone cables and he's, and he's just being a pain in the backside. Anyway, anyway, so the story was we wanted to go back to the UK... I said to Leanne, why don't we just research the best Christmas markets in the north? We're coming from Prague, that was it. No, we're coming from no, Maribor. you didn't. I said to you, <laughs> what if we researched the best Christmas markets in, in Europe and went to them on the way back? All the good ideas are yours, aren't they? Honestly. <laughs> this isn't the first time this has happened, though. You see, now I'm editing this, so I can edit that bit out and just still carry on talking as if it was my idea. Okay, so tell us about the really good idea you had, <laughs> So we said, let's go to the, well, Leanne said, let's research the best Christmas markets in Northern Europe and let's wind our way back to the ferry via those Christmas markets. So we're going to start off and group three of them together, the German Christmas markets. There's a reason why we're grouping these together, and it's not because um, anything to do with they're not being great. It's just that the German Christmas market is pretty much famous wherever you are, particularly in Europe. If you're in Manchester, Liverpool, Coventry... Barnsley, I don't know, I don't know. I think even Chester now has a pretty really? decent... And the thing is, is that from what we've seen of German Christmas markets, they're really authentically done in um, in the UK. Um, yeah. The but three we went to Yes, were, yes, yes. We went to Dresden. Fun story. We went to Dresden to stay there for one night, and then we got there about four o'clock, went to the Christmas market. Luckily, he didn't have a drink. Mm. Um, and then the Airbnb host cancelled our, our, um, our uh, accommodation for that night. They did. And actually another good way, if, you, if you're somewhere new for the first time, going through someone like Airbnb, because they were fantastic. We yes. had someone, we only found out they cancelled because they called us. This we is did, Airbnb, we hadn't, Yeah, we hadn't host. seen the notification. So, we, so yeah, they said, oh, it's been cancelled. Um, as a sorry, we're going to add X amount onto your your account. Let's We'll find you somewhere else to stay. And they did. And so we went to Leipzig, which is our second choice in Germany. 
Um, now, what do we like about Leipzig? 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 Leipzig. Leipzig, I don't know. What we like about that, that town is it was a really authentic Christmas market. There was no fluff there. It wasn't for tourists. It was for locals. Mm. They did there some great food. They had some great drink. They had fish and chips. They did have fish and chips. I mean, come Lost on. your shit, didn't you? Oh, God, man. I think I, I think I had about four portions. <laughs> but Leipzig was incredible. So if you're looking for... Dresden was brilliant. Dresden was as you'd imagine a German Christmas yes. market to be. Lots of like... Like... Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like displays of like toys, like tall. Like, Toy displays. Yeah, but they're like the houses you can go into and they're all wooden. And But you know what I mean? Like the puppets almost yeah. and, um, and like the fairground rides. and. So Dresden is great. Yes. However, if you gave them the choice between Leipzig or Leipzig and Dresden, I recommend you go to Leipzig because Dresden could be Liverpool. It could be Chester. Whereas Leipzig was really authentic, really good. Only a small, cool city. Really like that. Yes. And the third one is if you are going to go to any kind of Christmas market and there's two constrictions here. Number one is you want it to look like the front of a chocolate box yes. from Germany. You want and to be in Hansel and Gretel. You want, yep, you want to be in Hansel and Gretel. And the third thing is you want all the fun to stop at 8 p.m. <laughs> then the place you need to go to is Rottenberg Ober der Tauber. And I apologize to anyone who speaks German from me just... just destroying that but Rottenberg just type in Rottenberg and look for something that says OB der Tauber after it beautiful city lovely lovely um, Christmas market I went home at 5 to 8 to feed the dog came out at 8 o'clock the bastard had closed yes your hot wine was no longer hot <laughs> it was no longer open they padlocked <laughs> it so those are our top three in Germany um, and uh, apologize for grouping those together but I think we've covered why. So, yeah, and they're actually not all that far apart, are they? Rottenborg might be, but certainly Dresden and Leipzig are very close together. Mm -hmm. um, so you could probably do those do those two. Why do one when you can do two? Exactly. A double market day. So that's in the fourth place. What, well, four. What have you got next, Leanne? You've already ruined it. Is that number four? I don't know. <laughs> no. And I think we just pick our favourite from this rather, yeah. than, um, rather than list them. Uh, I think the next one, and, and quite shockingly, I'm sure there are people shouting it wherever it is you're listening to on a podcast, um, that we haven't mentioned this in either our autumn episode or our winter episode, and that is Prague mm. in the Czech Republic. Now, don't get us wrong. We are big fans of Prague. Huge. We have spent probably 10 weeks there over the last couple of years mm -hmm. um, in different parts of the city. Absolutely love it. Very close to getting into our into our autumn and winter lists. I think the thing is for us, again, Prague is a great city to go to at any time of year. It's just fabulous. In terms of going in, in autumn and winter, yes, it's nice, but it's not. it doesn't change the experience of Prague, I don't think. Mm. I don't think it's seasonal, is it? You just go to Prague because it's just fucking ace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in terms we of the Christmas sure. market, Prague takes Christmas markets to another level. Yes. It is massive. It is busy. They have like the tree, like has a light show every couple of hours. Um, again, the food and the wine is incredible. It's right in front of the big church in the main square. So the atmosphere is just ridiculous. Um, in terms of atmosphere, it's just a very special, special place to be. The Christmas market in Prague. Definitely. 
brilliant. And we'll probably try and post a picture of uh, of us looking a little bit ridiculous in hats and scarves in the in the in, in rosy the, cheeks. In rosy cheeks. Okay, so the third choice we've got here, in no particular order, is Bratislava for me. Bratislava is the capital of Slovakia, which is used to be part of Czechoslovakia. Um, and then split off, and they become their own country. Slovakia is a cool place. We've got a really, really good friend um, who is from there. Hello, Maria, um, who introduced us to Bratislava in the first place, I think. Yes, she did. Um, and the Christmas market there, what I like about Christmas market there is it's, it's separated out into several different areas, so you can go through and have sort of different experiences. But they also have blackcurrant, hot blackcurrant sweet wine, which is about a euro. Now, if you've been to a Christmas market in the UK... How much did you spend on your last glass of hot red wine? I bet it was more than 91 pence. Mm. But in Bratislava, that's what you'll pay. Um, great place. Really love it. It's amazing architecture as well. It's kind of, I mean, you, you can see the similarities with Prague, obviously the ex-Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Um, but if you are there for a little bit longer, try and get down to a place called Devin. Uh, slightly outside the town and there's a monument and it, apparently it's like it used to be the I think it was the border between that and Austria Austria um, or something like that if someone's got a map in front of us and it's not Austria then we, we're gonna look really silly but um, there's monument there for people who tried to escape and it's just a, it's, it's like a quite a when Czechoslovakia place. is still communist ah, yeah, yeah. then then bordering non-communist country which I think was Austria but anyway, so yeah. so that's that's me in Bratislava. What about you, Leah, for the final one? Just the other thing about Bratislava is quite cool about Christmas Market is it like you said, it's spread out, but it's spread out across like the main squares of the old town. So it's also nice because you just kind of do like a little tour of the old town at night as well as hopping. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Good schnapps as well. Good schnapps. Called Ra- is it called Rakia over there? I don't think so. Just schnapps. Yeah, or something else. Basically 40% ABV brandy clear brandy and the first one the first one makes your hair but your eyes water the second one makes you go oh this is all right and then you go where's my third one and then you fall over (laughs) uh number number the fourth one on our list is a surprising one and this isn't really one we looked for it was just one that we stumbled upon um, so as Al said, we, we started this tour when we were making our way back to the UK. That year, we took the ferry from the Hook of Holland over to where? Um, somewhere near Hull. Somewhere near Hull. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so when we were at the hook of holland we we, we were kind of looking at places staying nearby um and we found the hague or den haag is that right mm, I think so. um and the hague had a christmas market so we were like what a beautiful end to a beautiful journey and we went and it was cool mm. it was so like traditional but it was like being in like a it was like being in um what's that charles dickens thing Christmas Carol. It's like being in Christmas yeah. Carol. Um, because there's people, it's like Carol is walking around in like traditional dress. Um, there's big barrels that are just burning with open fires. Um, there's little stores that are selling all sorts of like little little souvenirs. And then there's like, there's great food shops. And, and then obviously you get your hot wine as well. And then they've got like a little tent in the middle where there's like live bands playing. It's just so very different. And all the lights, all the lights that string around. And it's so different to any other Christmas market. You think Christmas market, you think German Christmas market. And this was just just different. And it was really, really magical. It was. It was brilliant. It did feel like you're going back 200 years. Yeah, it's it really cool. did. 
I wasn't too busy. No, it wasn't. And it's, it's also it's weird because it's set up in the middle of like, it's just a park in the town, town centre. But they put these big hoardings outside. And so you walk around what looks like quite a, quite a, like, it looks like a building site because it's got big bits of wood outside. You get the entrance, you walk in. It's just, it's incredible. Um, dogs are welcome as well in there, which is cool. Okay, so rather than do a countdown, shall we just do our, to- our favourite Christmas market? Yeah. So what's yours, Leah? I wonder which one it could be. <laughs> um, it's The Hague. It's The Hague because I think it's... What I like about travelling Europe is that, yes, you see all the places that that you've everyone's heard of and everyone goes to. It's fine those little places that are a bit like, huh. And I think The Hague, one we should say is actually a really beautiful city to walk around. Gorgeous city. Reminded me very much of Amsterdam, but like shrunk right down and not quite as intimidating. Um, And the market is just so different and it's so magical. And it is just, you're not going to have that Christmas market experience at a Christmas market in, in the UK. It's just so very different. And I think if you want to try something that's a little bit, a little bit of a, not an obvious choice, it's going to feel very different. You get to see a really cool city at the same time. And if you are in the UK, I'm sorry, this is all about UK centric. If you are from the UK, it's a really short flight over. So if you're looking for a long weekend, easy. Great. And, I, and I, to be honest, that's probably my favourite too. But I have to choose a different one. So I'm going to choose Bratislava um, for a couple of reasons. First of all, because just the old town is just beautiful. Secondly, it's a very compact city. Thirdly, it's got a castle on a hill with a great restaurant in there. Definitely go in there and ask for a pear schnapps when you go in there because that is lovely. Fourthly, you can get to Vienna in an hour on, um, on, on, the, uh, on the train or drive. Budapest, you can be in an hour. It's a great location. Um, and finally, just because if you can get to know a local around there, you're going to learn that, that when they drink vodka and Coke, they literally drink vodka and Coke. They'll have a Coke in one hand, a vodka in the other. They'll down the vodka, then they'll drink the Coke. It's the first time and only time I've ever seen that happen in all the 44 countries we've ever been to. And also a very dangerous way to drink alcohol. Yes, it is. Yes, very it is. dangerous. Yeah, and I think that, and that's a cool thing actually. You're right about Bratislava. Is if you're looking for a bit of a Christmas market trip, and obviously travel requirements depending, blah blah blah. blah. But Bratislava is actually a really good base because you can do Bratislava, the city centre, and the market. You can hop on a train to Vienna. Never been. Sure, it's cool. And you can hop on a train to Budapest, which is great for a Christmas market. Not on our list, but a great Christmas market. So, talking of travel restrictions, let's just quickly spin through these because there's no point trying to give you these these things in real time because we don't know when you're listening. Um, but essentially, for Poland, Netherlands, Slovakia, Austria, Hungary and Germany, if you have a vaccination certificate, um, which in our opinion you should be vaccinated. Absol- that- absolutely. Yeah, we no. are pro-vaxxers and proud. <clears throat> Then um, your vaccination certificate, then you are golden. You just sail right in and the, uh, the, the local people will cheer you and carry you on their shoulders from the airport to your hotel. Um, with some of these, then if you have had, um, uh, you can prove you've had uh, COVID in the last six months, then you're allowed in as well. Um, and with some of these weirdly like Slovakia, children under the age of 18, um, they're fine. They can, they can bring in COVID if they want. They can do what they want. But, That's nice. Yeah. So check where you're going. Obviously, we can't give you the exact requirements because it would take us, we've been on it 40 minutes, it would take us 40 minutes just to explain how to get into Germany because they're quite complicated. 
Right, have we covered everything, Leah? Some hands up who's distracted. I mean, I think we've covered everything. I am I'm distracted by by winter scenes and hot wine, and I've just realized that we're in Istria, and I don't know how that all works, so we might have to get on a train somewhere. We can do that. Okay. Oh, no, we're driving back. We'll go to Slovakia. Anyway, so that's us for now. Look out for the next episode. What are we talking about next episode? Um, we've not talked about it yet. We've not agreed it. Oh. Glad you brought it up. So the next episode is going to be a surprise to everyone. Yes. We're going to think really hard for something great to talk about. And I think and I think I'm covering all bases by saying it will be of equal or slightly less quality than this one <laughs> or the one previous. It's unlikely it's going to be better, let's <laughs> oh, be honest. It won't be better. Again, if you take up one of our recommendations and find yourself in our winter destinations of choice, take a picture, tag us on Instagram, a side of his life. We would mm. love to see we'd love to see you. Yeah. 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 We'd like that. Sideways life. Dot com is our website. Instagram or Sideways Life. I think we're even on TikTok, aren't we? But we've got about three followers. Yeah, we don't really do much on the top yet. No. Um, yeah, Instagram for your best bet. Right, let's call it a day. Bye for now. Bye. Hands up, who wants a hot wine and a salty sausage? <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm distracted because I'm looking at flights. No. <laughs> no, of course not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.